This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore, this morning. Now, uh, listeners, if you want to get a little bit more information about what we're talking about today, make sure to give us a call at 715 355 4445, or you can visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com. And of course, make sure you check out the radio page. If you missed any of our past couple of uh, of weeks of episodes, you can check them out there on the website. You can also check out some of our uh, most uh, up-to-date television programs uh, that's on the TV, t- uh, TV show tab on the website as well. So if you've never seen the TV show, make sure you check it out. Uh, Definitely some good information there. And you get to put a face with these lovely voices you hear every week. Now, on today's episode, we're going to talk about something that represents an important component of many Americans' retirement strategies, as well as maybe the biggest purchase that they might ever make, their home. And though the COVID-19 pandemic has changed the economy in, in both temporary and potentially permanent ways, it hasn't dampened the dream of home ownership for plenty of Americans. I know the housing market's been rocking in a lot of places. So we're going to look at some of the reasons why you should buy a home, as well as why home ownership may not be a wise move uh, financially for everyone. Uh, and then in our final segment, we're going to address some of the advantages and perks of being a longtime renter. So we'll kind of look at both ends of the spectrum there. Uh, But before we get into the pluses and minuses of homeownership, let's make sure to introduce everybody here with us on the air today, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing today? I am doing great. In fact, I'm glad you brought up the TV show because it is great. I love watching you guys. It's uh, financially speaking with visuals. That's uh, right. <laughs> so for our listeners today, and it's completely uh, different content, and yeah. it's fun. I, I mean, it, it is a really informative show, but you can also have fun with it. I mean, I know some people like to play drinking games every time Sue says <laughs> retirement or Cole says social security. Uh, now, just, Tony, it airs pretty early in the morning, so if yeah. you're playing drinking games that early on a Sunday, yeah, hey, more no, power to you. <laughs> and right. on a Sunday, I'm just kidding. It is a great show, very informative, and uh, I really want to challenge everyone listening to this show to watch uh, early on Sunday morning or uh, set the, uh, you can actually set your DVR to record Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you certainly can. And it is, it's great. And watch it anytime. Um, it's and right. it's great. There's a lot of great information and uh, you guys do a great job. And of course you have great chemistry. So it's fun to watch you guys. Uh, and that's financially speaking, it's on Sunday mornings and um, I, I, you know, check your listings and record it. I encourage people to record the show, but 
Uh, I've been great. I'm interested in our topic today because as I hit double nickels last week, you know, I had a birthday (laughs) and, you know, getting closer. I'm not there yet. I got a ways to go before retirement. But my wife and I have actually talked about downsizing once the kids are all out of the house, which is, you know, it's that's coming up. So, uh, you know, we'd like a one level home. Right. That's so, a desirable, uh, yeah, well, ranch yeah, style, so, you know. I, I mean, you know, so in a few years, uh, my wife can wheel me in and out. I mean, that's just. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, not that I'll need it physically. I just, you know, it'll be handy. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but seriously, uh, housing is a great topic. I've been great. The weather's been better. But enough about me. Sue, how have you been? I've been great. Our weather here has just been absolutely beautiful. Finally. I cannot complain at all. <laughs> yeah, I have exactly. spring fever and right. people are out and about and it's it's wonderful. So yeah, yeah I've but been you guys doing have really been good. Busy. I know Sue and Cole, you guys have both been really busy and you love hearing from our listeners and meeting Always. with folks. So I encourage them uh, to give you a call. Now, Cole, how have you been? Good, you're good. working nope. hard there, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have to echo what my mom just said. You know, I'm super happy about the weather and things starting to look a little bit more spring-like out there. I know it might be a little bit early for celebration that we're moving into spring, but uh, you never know in Wisconsin. We could get an early spring or we could get uh, uh, 10 inches of snow in May. We, right. we have no <laughs> idea. So we'll just kind of have to sit and wait and see what happens. But I'll take the 60-degree weather anytime it wants to come around in March. That's for right. sure. Sure, but hey, uh, it's but, cold. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's cold. <laughs> Got that new sound clip I'll have to play once in a while. It's Tom Hanks. Hey, it's cold. Yeah, he wanted to. He recorded that for you, Cole. Well, so. hey, it's That's nice cool. to see. Hear, nice to hear from Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, always, right. Right? <laughs> and of course, for Sue. Oh, Sue. <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> sounds so like tony's have... had too much free time yeah we... <laughs> yeah right <laughs> got oh, some sound funny. clips for today's show but uh getting into our topic i mean uh, this isn't a topic we've actually really focused on in a show so i'm glad right uh, we're talking about it i was i'm really intrigued when you said we'd spend some time talking about why home home ownership might not be for everybody is that true well, yeah, that's that's true. It might not. Well, you know, and actually I landed on today's topic after coming across a really interesting article from The Balance, and it was entitled Eight Reasons to Buy a Home. And, you know, the first reason that you may want to buy a home is because of the simple pride of ownership, of course. Now, that pride comes from knowing that because it's your house and it's your rules. And if you want to paint the kitchen walls hot pink, you know, it's <laughs> it's totally up to you. You can do it. That's oh, right. Sue. So, <laughs> so if you want to build a full wall of shelves to display your Star Wars action figure collection, I mean, She's no one's going to you, stop Cole. you. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to stop you. So once you own the place, that long list of rules that comes with renting goes right out the window. And when it comes down to your finances, your home may increase in value over time, which may create a future equity. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Equity is important, especially as you get older. Equity in a house can really help you out as far as retirement. Yeah. And, you know, pride of ownership and and that potential equity you mentioned, Sue, they're both elements of home ownership that really resonate with uh, myself and my wife. And like a lot of people, I started out in my 20s in apartments with roommates. And well, I did have a lot of fun. 
<laughs> and made uh, a lot of friends living that way. There's nothing like the feeling when somebody hands you the keys to your own house. No, well, that's exactly right, Tony. And uh, I think that we should talk about uh, a little bit more about appreciation, because I think it's clearly something that many people are banking on when they purchase a home, that it's going to grow in value. And although the real estate market can certainly ebb and flow, just like any other financial market, uh, overall, houses uh, and their values do generally appreciate over time. Now, a good tool to use when you're shopping is the Federal Housing Finance Agency's House Price Index tool. Uh, It's a mouthful, but uh, it's a tool that's available on their website site, which is FHFA.gov. And uh, with it, you can actually track the history of home values in a given community or neighborhood, which can be helpful. Yeah, I'm still I'm still stuck on how you got that out. Federal Housing <laughs> Finance Agency's House Price Index Tool. I right. wish it had a <laughs> longer name. Right, I know, right? If right? only. <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously, a good point. I mean, if you buy a home when you're still young with the goal of downsizing when you retire, your potential home appreciation may really come in handy. It's that equity again. So that's a good point, Cole. Uh, What's next, Sue? What do you have next for us? Well, another possible upside of homeownership is mortgage interest deduction. Now, in fact, depending on your circumstances, you may even be able to view your home as something of a tax shelter because tax rates tend to favor homeowners. Now, for some, taking advantage of the mortgage interest deduction can be a factor behind the decision to dive into home ownership. Now, the key is to keep your mortgage balance below the price you paid for your home, because that way your mortgage interest may be entirely deductible on your tax return. And that can really work in your favor for an extended period of time, as interest can be the largest element of a monthly mortgage payment for years well, yeah. So you're saying don't take out that sixth mortgage on the house. That, right. <laughs> exactly. Probably not a great idea. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of that line from Ghostbusters where Bill Murray says to uh, uh, the Ivan Wright or the um, the other character, he says, don't worry. A lot of people have five mortgages on their house or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It's super common. <laughs> to invest in the business. Uh, well, and isn't it also true, though, that a, a homeowner can deduct some of their property taxes? Ah, that's a good point. That is true, Tony. IRS Publication 530 is a great resource for new homeowners. Uh, if you're itching to get out there and read IRS publications, that is anyways. But essentially, it <laughs> explains in general, you can deduct your state and local property taxes. Now, we should note that many homeowners pay their property taxes within their mortgage payments. Now, you should also be aware that to fully utilize the interest in property tax deductions, you'll need to itemize your deductions because and and because of the increased standard deduction that kicked in with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, uh, some homeowners may determine that the standard deduction is a better strategy. So you really have to kind of look into that to see if that's going to make sense for you or not. Yeah, and I know just a little bit about the capital gains exclusion for homeowners. So uh, can you tell us more about that, Sue? Well, that's really a great question, Tony, because if you've lived in your home for a minimum of two out of the last five years, when you sell it, you can exclude as much as 250000 for an individual 
and 500000 for a married couple of the profit from capital gains. Now, additionally, you don't have to buy a replacement home or even upgrade. So you can use this exclusion on your taxes every two years, which essentially means that you could sell a home every two years and enjoy the profits without taxes. Now, that is with some limitations, of course. Well, yeah, and and it depends on the situation, but that's interesting. I mean, there it's amazing to me. There are really some outstanding financial benefits that do come with home ownership. I certainly agree with you there, Tony. And here's another one. If you make more money when you sell your home than is allowable within the exclusion, that money will be categorized as capital gains. Now, as long as you've owned your home for more than a year, and that benefits your wallet because capital gains are taxed differently compared to standard income tax, which may mean that even if your sale price exceeds the exclusion, your tax bill may be smaller than you think. Now, please remember to always consult with your tax professional to discuss your specific tax situation. Yeah, I think that's that's really important. And so there are a lot of ins and outs. Uh, another reason, you don't have to go this alone. Work with a financial advisor and talk about these things. Now, this has been a great show so far, but we should take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Well, Tony, I'd like to remind our listeners that when it comes to making these big financial decisions, they don't have to do it on their own. Of course, we're here to be a resource. We've got not only the uh, financial professionals that can help with the financial qu- uh, questions that come along with home ownership and uh, all of the other components of retirement planning, but we also have our own tax firm. So we can help with some of those tax related questions as well, which is really nice. So if any of our listeners out there want to take advantage of a complimentary, no obligation second opinion, on their current situation, I encourage them to give us a call at 715-355-4445 and they can schedule in our Wausau or Eau Claire office or of course we could schedule virtually if they'd prefer uh, or they can visit retirewithbushka.com that's retirewithbuska.com click on that yellow book now button at the top of the page and you can schedule on our calendar right then and there which makes it really easy for our listeners to schedule that consultation. So again, retirewithbushka.com or 715-355-4445. All right. Thanks, Cole. And listeners, we're going to be right back with more of the pros and cons of home ownership here on Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Hi, I'm Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. In the last few weeks, our lives have been significantly impacted by the coronavirus, and we've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets across the world. However, I believe our current economy reinforces the importance of having a financial strategy. No matter how the market is performing, recent events can be a reminder to revisit your financial goals and strategies. You may just discover you should keep doing exactly what you're doing. By revisiting your goals and strategies, you'll take a step towards ensuring that market volatility doesn't push you to make rash decisions about your financial future. Contact Bushka Wealth Management today at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to learn more about what your next important step may be. Bushka Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and is not endorsed or affiliated with the Centers for Disease Control or any other government agency. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And during our show today, we've been talking about the pros and cons of buying a home. 
Uh, during the first segment, you addressed some of the clear benefits of owning a home. Now it's time to look at some reasons why you may not want to buy a home. And I'm a little surprised by this. I mean, uh, we're all inundated with advertising that paints a clear picture that home ownership is as American as apple pie. But uh, home ownership probably isn't for everyone. Well, that, that could be true. You never know. Now, another article um, that uh, that came from The Balance, like we were talking about before, entitled Why You Shouldn't Buy a House, has a couple of insights that I think might be helpful for some of our listeners out there. Now, the first reason uh, is not having a down payment, and that can probably be categorized as good old fashioned common sense. Now, unless you qualify for something like a VA loan or maybe some sort of first-time homebuyer program, you're probably going to need a down payment that can range anywhere from roughly 3.5% of the sales price for something like an FHA loan to 5 to 10% of the sales price for a conventional loan. Interesting. That's, that's obviously a concern. For a lot of people, a down payment is no small matter. And based on your comments about down payments, I'm guessing credit or the lack thereof could impact your ability to buy a house. Oh, you're absolutely right there, Tony. Your credit plays a major role in your ability to buy a home. Now, if your credit score is south of 620, you might find it very hard to find a lender willing to do business with you. And if you do find one, it's quite possible that your interest rate and fees will be astronomical. Now, obviously, a higher interest rate means a higher monthly mortgage payment. So FHA loans are slightly more permissive with credit scores of 580 still sometimes qualifying. In fact, as the article notes, nearly 20% of all home buyers have credit scores below 600. So while bad credit might not be completely disqualifying, it's likely to make your path to homeownership a little more challenging. Yeah, and that's yet another reason to keep an eye on your credit score and make sure that it's as healthy as you can possibly make it. Uh, So what do you have for us next, Cole? Well, a high debt ratio is another potential hurdle to homeownership, Tony. Uh, And though lenders are often changing their standards when it comes to debt ratios, the percentage that you're left with when you divide your monthly debt payments by your monthly income should hit the sweet spot of about 43% or less, of course. Now, if your current debt is gobbling up more than half of your monthly income, you probably aren't in a position to add a monthly mortgage payment into the mix. Right. And you know what? Uh, Something I want to add here. When when my friends or family have asked me about how to tell if they're ready to buy a home, uh, one of the things I always ask them is, are you happy with your job and is your job stable? Right. Uh, if the answer question. to yeah, right. if, if the answer to either of those questions is no, I, I tell them they're not ready. And when my wife and I were first married, uh, we both had kind of temporary jobs at that time, so that wasn't looking good for buying a home because of that. You need to have a steady job and job security uh, in, in order to buy a house, and I think that's that's important, isn't it, Sue? Yes, I think that's really good advice, Tony, because if you have any um, inkling that your job might not be there months down the road, you should probably avoid saddling yourself down with a mortgage. Now, as that balance um, article explains, foreclosure listings are full of people who are in that position because they lost their jobs. Yeah. 
And it's important for people to not always give in to that mythology of the American dream and buy a home before they're ready. You know, waiting a few years, spending that time working with a financial professional like yourselves to strengthen your financial strategy can make a world of difference. Oh, you couldn't be more right there, Tony. And another sign that you aren't ready to buy a home yet uh, may be moving frequently. Uh, For most folks, buying a home is something of a long-term commitment. You're putting down roots because you intend to stay a while. And and if you buy a home and very quickly thereafter decide to sell it for whatever reason, you may find it exceedingly challenging to get a fair price, which may leave you with potentially eating a financial loss, which is not a good thing either. Well, yeah, and I think another component of the decision-making process should be the status of the current market out there. I mean, buying a house in a shaky market could have consequences that last for years, right? Oh, you nailed it there because purchasing a home while the market is declining only to see that the market continues its downward trajectory can be a financial nightmare. Even then, you're betting on the real estate market completely recovering over time. And though that's probably not a terrible bet, it's far from a guarantee. Well, and how about one final sign that you might not be ready to buy a home? Uh, Well, a lot of travel could be another one. Whether it's for business or for pleasure might mean that you should consider holding off on a home purchase. Uh, Now, while condos are often considered a good financial move for people who are on the road a lot, the reality is you're still paying a homeowners association fee that's due every month, regardless of if you're there to use those amenities that that fee covers. So that might be another thing to really think about. Well, yeah, that's good to know. So what do you have for us next? Well, to conclude today's program, I thought it'd be wise to talk about the clear advantages of renting instead of buying. Now, as as we've discussed throughout the show, owning a home is a goal for many Americans and not getting to that point as quickly as you'd like can sometimes seem like a failure. But the fact is, is there are very clear financial benefits to renting for the long for the long time and possibly even forever. There was an Investopedia article entitled 10 Reasons Why Renting Could Be Better Than Buying, and it does an outstanding job of making that case. That's right. And the first major benefit of renting instead of owning is simply the lack of maintenance costs and repair bills. Now, if you're a renter and the fridge goes out or uh, the furnace starts sputtering or whatever it might be, that's somebody else's problem. Conversely, if you own the home and your fridge dies... Well, I hope you and your credit card enjoy the Saturday that you're about to spend at the home improvement store because you're going to be going and shopping for a new one. Oh, well, nothing sends a cold chill down my spine like the furnace making a strange noise because I immediately uh, start thinking about the cost, what it's going to cost me, right? Yes, and I think our listeners who already own a home are probably nodding in agreement And, you know, earlier in the show, we spoke a little bit about amenities. And the fact is, is when you rent, you may uh, position yourself to enjoy some really great benefits like swimming pools. They have fitness centers and heated underground parking. And the cost of these amenities is generally factored right into your rent. Wow. Uh, It's funny. I know a few people out there who have pools at, at their homes. And you often hear more about how 
how much it costs the maintenance <laughs> right. and the pool then then you hear about pool parties and and the enjoyment of them so right, right exactly and i i don't think that's an accident tony uh, i know pools can be costly <laughs> yep but another big benefit to renting instead of owning is that you don't have to worry about real estate taxes now, for a lot of homeowners, real estate taxes can be a hefty bill uh, that, depending on your county, can tally thousands of dollars annually. Now, property taxes are generally calculated using the estimated value of the house and the amount of land that it sits on. And as newly built homes continue to get bigger and bigger, property taxes alone may be something that frees out some potential buyers. Wow, and I have to confess that not having to pay real estate taxes sounds like a really good deal to me. I've been paying those for a while, right, Sue? Oh, yes. Something along those lines, Tony, is that you don't have to worry about a down payment when you rent. Now, typically, renters must pay a security deposit equal to a month's rent. But in theory, if the property hasn't been damaged when you you move out, you'll get that deposit back. Now, on the flip side, when you buy a home, you may require to make a down payment, as we discussed earlier, and that can be pretty significant. Yeah, I I think you're right that the down payment or lack thereof may make renting long term more appealing for a lot of people. Right. Well, and another thing that they might find appealing is the flexibility in terms of where they want to live. Uh, When you rent, you can live wherever you want. Let's use New York for an example. When you buy, you're limited by the housing prices in your preferred location, which for a lot of people means New York is simply unrealistic. However, if you're renting, a life in New York might be a little bit more attainable. Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's there's a big difference there, and that's a good point. Paying rent instead of a mortgage is going to open up some more options for you. Uh, what else do you have for us? Well, and as a renter, you don't have to worry about uh, shrinking property values. The real estate market's gains and losses may give homeowners an ulcer, but if you're a renter, that's one burden you're not going to have to concern yourself with. Well, right, and I I think that's really important. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Well, I know we covered a lot in today's episode, and it can be a little bit mind-boggling for some of our listeners out there, especially those that are not necessarily financial experts themselves, but that's what we're here to help with. As financial professionals, uh, we can help to uh, guide our clients through these complicated decisions and help them to come to terms with what would make the most sense for their unique circumstances. So for anyone out there that would like to take advantage of a complimentary, no-obligation second opinion, you can give us a call at 715-355-4445 to schedule in our Wausau or Eau Claire office. Or of course, we can schedule virtually if that's your preference. Or you can visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com and click on that yellow book now button right at the top of the page. All right. Thanks, Sue and Cole. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Give us a call at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy.